From Words Matter, here's Elise Jordan and her final word. And one final word. This past weekend marked the first anniversary of one of the darker episodes of American history, the white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, that claimed the life of peaceful protester Heather Heyer. Last August, I watched the violence unfold in Donald Trump's response from Memphis, Tennessee, where I had been staying with my mom as she recovered from surgery. A few years ago, I was convinced that maybe with the new generation, race relations were getting a little bit better. Certainly not fast enough, but I thought that there was perhaps a mild improvement and some steps in the right direction. Donald Trump shattered that hope of progress. His false equivalency saying that among white supremacists and peaceful protesters that there certainly were very fine people on both sides was really a gut punch and just an embarrassment. Growing up in a small town in Mississippi during the 80s, the KKK was just reviled, at least openly. I always heard my mom talk about anyone who was remotely associated with the KKK was just a terrible, awful person. And that was what I heard from my friends' parents, too. It was basically how everyone talked about it. But with Trump's words, he managed to elevate what had been on the verge of extinction. And of course, Donald Trump never really walked back his comments. He only tried to justify his patently false and hateful words because he actually is racist. It's because Donald Trump actually believes that there are, quote, very fine people on both sides when there are not. In the year following Charlottesville, Trump has called NFL players who are, of course, mostly black, sons of bitches for exercising their constitutional right to protest in unjust society. But the white supremacists of Charlottesville are, quote, very fine people. Let that sink in for a minute. In a phone call to the widow of a black U.S. Green Beret killed in Niger, Trump struggled to recall Sergeant LaDavid Johnson's name. And then he called Maisha Johnson a liar when he was exposed for lying. This is the president of the United States calling a widow a liar. According to Donald Trump, any person of color who disagrees with him, from CNN anchor Don Lemon to NBA star LeBron James and many, many others, is dumb or a low IQ individual. The list goes on, but I'll spare you. This is not just about Trump himself. It's about his enablers, the very fine people who help get Trump to where he is today. Very fine people can do a lot of bad things in American history. They tolerate Jim Crow laws. They tolerate lynchings. They even tolerated the barbarity of slavery. I think about those White House staffers who had reportedly heard Trump air such racist sentiments in private, but were just so shocked and upset when he actually said what he believed in public. And at this very moment, those repugnant beliefs are the policy of our government as executed under Donald Trump. Let me read from a letter. Quote, They were being separated forever from the scenes of their childhood, their friends, their fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters, and many of them from their wives and children. End quote. That's Abraham Lincoln in 1841, writing of a slave auction. While very different in magnitude, the same words can describe what Donald Trump's government is doing today on our southern border. Lincoln understood, perhaps better than any president in our history, America's founding idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those words, written by a 32-year-old Thomas Jefferson, 
of Charlottesville, Virginia, a man who didn't exactly live up to the belief in equality himself, serve as America's mission statement. Like all mission statements, they represent an ideal, not what we were, but what we aspire to be. Since then, the story of America has always been the story of those who want to move us closer to that founding ideal and those who don't. For a tax cut, for a Supreme Court justice, Republicans have enabled the racism of Donald Trump and, in doing so, reject our founding ideals and put themselves firmly on the wrong side of history. Trump supporters say they like that he tells it like it is. It's time, though, for all of his supporters to reckon with the fact that much of what Donald Trump says is categorically racist. Birtherism and a long history of racism should have disqualified Donald Trump from the Republican debate stage. It should have disqualified him from the Republican nomination. And it should have disqualified him from the presidency long before he ever descended that escalator in Trump Tower. A year after Charlottesville, we should all take time to not only remember Heather Heyer, but the principles, the words upon which this country was founded. New episodes of Words Matter with Elise Jordan and Steve Schmidt are released on Mondays on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.